From the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. Hi, I'm David Marsland. 39 migrants died in the back of a lorry found in Essex. The country is horrified, but it will happen again. No migration policy can necessarily be broad enough to allow everybody who might want to come here to come here. And so therefore there will be people who can't and criminal gangs, unfortunately, who are ready to exploit them. Our Home Affairs editor Martin Bentham on why an international effort is needed to stop people smugglers. Also, Red Cross helpers have been a familiar sight at football grounds and major events for years. Now the charity says it's too expensive. Why we think it should find the cash. And... When Stanley Kubrick brought a bit of the old Beethoven to Thamesmead to film A Clockwork Orange, the people were probably more excited about the planned tube station. It never came. Why we think a proposed new development there means the trains finally should. Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is the leader. For the whole thing, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk slash comment. In a moment, we look at the deaths of 39 migrants in the UK and ask how the world should respond. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. It was quiet this morning as people laid flowers by the sign that says Eastern Avenue in Grays, Essex. Just over the Do Not Cross tape, police officers guarded a temporary fence, shielding where a lorry carrying 39 migrants was found. Its passengers, 31 men and 8 women, all from China, all dead. The investigation continues, the outpouring of shock goes on, the demands to stop it happening again are repeated. But as our editorial column says, the UK can't deal with this alone. This awful story is part of a wider one. We can't respond to one incident without seeing it as part of a tide of human distress and persistent challenge to established rules. A world in which it is easier than ever to communicate is one that will also always have people on the move. We have rules, but criminals will always offer to find ways around them, and some people will decide it is worth the chance. There never will be a single answer, but there are things we can do that will help. One is to recognise that the movement of people across countries can be controlled only when countries work together to manage it legally and safely. That means the closest possible security cooperation, information being shared, 
and a degree of consistency about rules and enforcement so that people smugglers cannot play countries off against each other. Joined now by our Home Affairs editor, Martin Bentham. Martin, clearly this is a, a tragic case, but there will be people around the world who are looking at this and thinking, I'm still going to try and get to the UK. Well, regrettably, the world has increased movement in it. Lots of people living in places that are less affluent than here and see this country and others actually, of course, as places in which they can make a better life themselves. That's an entirely noble aspiration. But unfortunately, when they seek to do that, quite often because there isn't a a route in for them and no migration policy can necessarily be broad enough to allow everybody who might want to come here to come here. And so therefore, there will be people who can't and criminal gangs, unfortunately, who are ready to exploit them and to bring them into this country, try to bring them into this country in perilous conditions. People, of course, think that it won't be them, perhaps, or or are blind to that risk, deceived as to what the risk actually is. And unfortunately, we have this type of tragedy. This is a large numbers tragedy. There are other individual ones with people coming in boats, dying in lorries, all sorts of terrible things happen. Uh, But obviously, yes, people still want to come. Clearly, we're still establishing the facts of this particular case. But smuggling operations in general are incredibly sophisticated, aren't they? There's a lot of people and a lot of money involved in these things. Yes, I mean, the people are being brought, if it does turn out, as we believe, these people are from China. They've obviously come an enormously long distance. They come right across uh, the world. They're, they're met by people at various points. Transport's provided, papers are provided sometimes to help them get through borders. And it, it, yes, there's an awful lot of money made in this business. And unfortunately, it, it continues and probably at an ever greater scale because of the scale of movement across the world that's. that's is happening. Is there a point where countries like the UK say that we can do all of these things, but in this case, it looks like these people came from China? Other countries must do more. I think clearly, yes, there's got to be right across Europe in particular, greater coordination. There's a lot of effort goes in, but these gangs come often bringing people through the Balkans up through the rest of Europe. They don't arrive in Calais, Zeebrugge or one of those places from nowhere. <laughs> they've, they've made a long, long journey. And of course, all the way along that route, there are potential opportunities opportunities to intercept the criminal gangs, which is the, what you really need to be doing, that are uh, facilitating this trade. What kind of measures are in place to intercept the gangs? Um, well, there, there's I mean, from this country, we have the National Crime Agency, which is working with European counterparts as Europol. There's a, the Frontex Border Guard um, Agency, which operates on the borders of Europe to try to identify uh, trafficking. So there's a lot of intelligence and a lot of actually quite successful work. There are people identified involving uh, criminal gangs identified, some of them prosecuted here, some of them intercepted in places like Zeebrugge. There was, there's been operations involving the National Crime Agency where Belgian police have have worked on the basis of information partly provided from this country to uh, to arrest and detain people responsible for people smuggling and trafficking. Uh, but you can always do better. I mean, another thing that's worth making the point about as well, I suppose, is in this country, there's an issue for the public as well. The National Crime Agency, again, has talked about car washes, nail bars, places like this, where if people are getting a service for a very, very low cost, maybe they need to be asking a question as to how that's being paid for. And so 
it's not just a law enforcement issue from from their it's not just their responsibility it's also sometimes the responsibility of the public to be looking and being a bit more vigilant as to what's going on and of course that same issue applies across the continent next the red cross says it's no longer going to provide first aid at events like the glastonbury festival evening standards asking them to reconsider Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. The Red Cross is to stop providing first aid at events as part of a cost-cutting drive. They say it's costing them around £1.8 million a year, despite often charging organisers. From our editorial column, here's why we think they should think again. The British Red Cross says it helps anyone, anywhere, get the support they need if crisis strikes. It's a fine aim. The Red Cross does amazing work at home and around the world. That's why people admire it and support it. But it is making a mistake by announcing that it is going to stop providing first aid care at public events because the fees it charges do not cover the costs. People who need first aid cover will need to look to others, such as the St John Ambulance or Cancel. But the point of the Red Cross is to help people and its fantastic work abroad is supported by its presence in the community here, of which this valuable service is a part. It should change its mind, raise the money and keep it running. Now. Thamesmead is known as the place where Stanley Kubrick shot a clockwork orange and for being really quite hard to get to. There was supposed to be a Jubilee Line stop built there in the 70s, but it never came. Now there are plans to build 11,500 new homes there, so maybe a train link should come too. We are our services towards Tower Gateway for Tower Hill. This is your Woolwich Arsenal service. We have now arrived at Shadwell. Well, we're joined now by our City Hall editor, Ross Lydell, in the Evening Standards newsroom. We've got out and about, out of the studio. Ross, Thamesmead was supposed to be on the Jubilee line a long time ago. It's about time it had something a bit better, isn't it? That's right. You know, it's a real undeveloped, undiscovered area, largely of south-east London, and that's primarily because of the very poor transport links. The only real way to get there is either by car or by bus, uh, the nearest train station is Abbey Wood, and that's two or three miles away. So it's it's not the most accessible place at all. Do you know it at all, Thamesmead? I know Abbey Wood quite well, and I have visited Thamesmead, and I nearly bought a, a house there, actually. So I have seen it. In, in the south, it's renowned for some fairly sort of brutalist-style housing estates that uh, go back to Clockwork Orange fame. That's where that film was made. And there are some uh, very distinctive tower blocks now, they are subject to renovation or demolition by Peabody, the main housing association down there. And to the north, it's much more spread out as you get closer to the river. Uh, there's quite a lot of land, a lot of green space. There's some canals there, unusually. How hard 
is it to get there? How long does it take? If you were a Stanley Kubrick fan who'd arrived and got to Oxford Circus and went, right, I'm off to see where they filmed The Clockwork Orange, how long would that take? Probably a good hour, an hour and a half. You'd have to get yourself over to Cannon Street, I believe, or Fenchurch Street, Cannon Street, and then you'd end up down in Woolwich Arsenal and then getting another train on Tabby Wood and then a bus ride. So it's not the easiest place to get to. These plans are really interesting. There's a lot of houses, a lot of people could be moving there. It needs that transport link, doesn't it? Yes, that's right. Well, what's happened today is that um, Peabody, the Housing Association, has announced a partnership with Lendlease, this enormous Australian developer, to build 11,500 homes in Thamesmead over the next 30 years. But what's particularly interesting is they're doing this, but they're saying what we really need is an extension of the DLR, the Docklands Light Railway, from the... uh, northern side of the Thames across or either under the river as happens at uh, Lewisham to essentially unlock this land and the reason that this is particularly interesting is that there is a proposed crossing of the Thames further down uh, which Sadiq Khan is backing but that's the Silvertown Road Tunnel and only last week Greenwich Council on the south side said we don't want the Silvertown Tunnel, we think a much better idea is to expand the DLR and these plans talk exactly the same issue and that would be massively welcomed by environmentalists who think expanding the DLR is a much better, cleaner way to allow London to develop. This train will take you all stations to Stratford. And that's The Leader. To keep up with overnight developments, try our audio bulletins on your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from the Evening Standard. This podcast is back tomorrow at four.